Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Miss Leanne Whippen, my uh, co-pilot, co-host, and co-conspirator. There's a lot of co's there. Is there? Mm-hmm. There's a fish in Florida called co, isn't there? Anyway, um, <laughs> and we're talking with our but good friend, Meathead Goldwyn from AmazingRibs.com. We're talking about your Memorial Day uh, holiday coming up here in about a week and stuff uh to you could possibly do on the grill but i wanted to hit you with a little bit of this um memorial day didn't start out as memorial day you know it didn't really become memorial day officially until 1968 when i was a kid they called it flag day yep and Uh, every weekend every memorial day weekend i remember my my mom and a couple of my aunts, my dad didn't participate in this. Um, they would load up the cars with flowers and they would go to all of their deceased relatives and make sure that they had a flag and uh, some flowers on their headstones or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. how I remember it as a kid because I was born long before uh, 1968, as mm-hmm. we all were. But uh point being is that's how it it started that way and one other thing do you know the proper procedure for flying a flag on memorial day no i don't okay Mm. up until midday the flags are to be flown at half staff and then in the afternoon they're raised to the full staff and that's to give credence to all the the people given their lives and stuff for on, on that i remember it as a boy as decoration day yes yes and um, I don't know where it got that name as Decoration Day. I uh, that I couldn't find. Um, it 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 started to recognize the soldiers from the Civil War until World War One. That's how Decoration Day. That was the official version of it. Okay, um, and then there's a kind of gap there between World War One and World War Two, and then it, like I said, it became they start talking about it as Memorial Day, uh, but then it wasn't official until 68. So, okay, I just did use the Google machine. Okay. And it says it was Decoration Day because to honor the deceased, um, that we would decorate their graves uh, with flowers and flags oh. and wreaths. Right. Um, and uh, Memorial Day became its official title, it says, in the 1880s. Um, but it wouldn't become legally Memorial Day until 1967. Okay. Well, this one said 68, so we'll we'll give them a pass on that one. Okay. Um, also, percentages here. <clears throat> 85% of the people cooking will 
cook a combination of these things. It's not all one thing. 85% will cook burgers. 80% will have steaks. And like I said, these are combined. So it's not just singular. Hot dog, 79. Chicken, 73%. So there you go. I have a feeling the steak ratio is going to go way down this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we might be looking more polies coming up this year. I think it's going to be a lot of doggy dogs going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That is true. Um, one last thing. There are two and a half million people expected to travel by airplane over the weekend, Memorial Day weekend. That's nearly six times as many as two years ago in 2020. That's the estimate from like trip, AAA or well, one of, of the course, travel sites. Nobody was getting on. Yeah, that was no, no. That was the one time when it was actually decent to fly because you didn't have, <laughs> you, you, you know, you weren't the sardine doing thing there. Anyway, um, when you when we come to the Goldwyn residence for Memorial Day, and you've talked about you know the combination of foods and stuff like that, what does Mrs. G contribute to the to the festivities? Well, this shouldn't surprise anybody who knows us, but Mrs. G is by far the best cook in the household. Hmm. Um, she. Um, uh, I'm a recipe cook. Uh, I can improvise, but I improvise when I'm writing a recipe. I'll think the recipe through. I'll figure out everything I need to do. I'm really good at writing a recipe. Then I'll cook from it and modify it as I work. And that's how I write recipes for the website and the book. My wife, however, is uh, Miles Davis. She's a jazz musician. Um, <laughs> she's one of these people who can look in the refrigerator and do um, you know, the uh, the mystery box cooking. Well, let's see. We got a little of this. We got a little of that. And she starts throwing stuff on the kitchen counter. And uh, next thing you know, we have a meal. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I'll ask her, what are you thinking about dinner night? And her answer is, I have uh, some kind of, you know, so it's some kind of this and some kind of that. Um, of course, she's Italian-American, so pastas are big for her. She really is a good baker, uh, and that you can't do without a recipe. She follows right. her recipes religiously, um, and she's a first-rate baker. Um, and uh, she just, um, uh, you know, when I'm not working on a book or developing recipes, she does the cooking. And I'd say she cooks 60 75% of the meals around here, except now coming, I'm working now on a new book, and I'm deep into recipe writing right now, and within the next few weeks, It'll be recipe testing and then photography. So all through the summer, the warm weather, I'll be cooking and grilling cooking, most yeah. most of the meals. Well, there you go. Leanne? What? <laughs> <laughs> right on the money there, kiddo. I don't have a well, wife I, and I don't have a husband. <laughs> there is there is no Mr. Leanne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I don't know how that has happened. I mean because I, I stay busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that there there there's a couple of ways to read into that that statement about staying busy. Yeah. Well, thank God for uh, after hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say been there, done that. So yeah. I uh, yeah, well, well, I don't you know you always walk a, a a dicey line making a statement like this, but a beautiful woman like you um, uh, it, it should That's be a, very sweet. A, a, well, a, maybe a, a I will magnet. meet my uh, 
knight in shining armor down the road. I'm not looking if it happens. Great. You know, well, let me tell you about my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Send me a pic. (laughs) Yeah, I got I got I got a friend down there like that. Um, When you're preparing for holidays, because they're all kind of special occasions. I mean, and they all have a significance. Memorial Day, we talked about some of the stuff there, Fourth of July, Labor Day, when we do the Labor Day show and the fourth show, I'll I'll have more crazy stats for you, of course, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, et cetera. How important is it to, other than just throwing out the the burgers and the dogs and just doing that, uh, should people put a little more effort and I'm not trying to tell people what to do. I just think to make an occasion memorable, sometimes you want to do a few things, these creative things that we've been talking about. I'd just like to get your thoughts on that. Well, if you throw in a ball to me here, my response is, um, I don't know about the holiday as the um, uh, fulcrum on that concept. It's just when you have company over. Right. Anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be Tuesday night to watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I'm having company over, I want to treat them. Um, uh, you know, the, the Japanese have a technique of cooking they call kaiseki. Um, and it, it, it's a, it can be the same recipe they will cook for themselves on a Tuesday night. But when f- company comes over, they put extra effort into the preparation and the presentation. And if you're matchsticking the carrots, every little matchstick has to be identical. And, and, and you know, I think you honor a guest by um, mm-hmm. putting effort into um, cooking for company. So, um, uh, you know, when we have friends come over, uh, I hear you asked about my wife. <sighs> We're an informal house. We have dogs, uh, the hardwood floors. Um, we don't make people take their shoes off and stuff like that. But if we got company coming over, she's going to get the broom and the dust floor egg. And, <laughs> the, I mean, you know, just for just for 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 dinner. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. going to make the place special. Uh, the, 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 but tied into this advice is um, I don't try new things on company. Um, I, I will serve company something I've perfected. I just don't want any mistakes. I don't right. want, I, you know, I don't want to have to pull out the Chinese carryout menu, um, when I have company coming over and that happens a lot around here, by the way, cause I'm always experimenting and, uh, my wife is brutally honest and, just, <laughs> and it's like, okay, call the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, DoorDash will be here in about twelve minutes. So yeah. you know, I agree the- with you. I I do not experiment with guests. I definitely use my good. I have a certain set of. I have different. I actually still have the old school recipe boxes, my old oak ones, you know, and I have one that's dedicated to my favorites. You know, I have they're all segregated, and I always use my favorites for guests. I, I just won't experiment. So are the, are the famous pickles in one of those boxes? <laughs> I'm not telling. He's, a, he's not going to let up on that pickle deal with you. you know? I know. <laughs> not at for, all. For people who are, are, are not in on the joke, mm-hmm. uh, Leanne used to have a restaurant in uh, Chicago in uh, a really nice neighborhood. It was a beautiful restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the food was stunning. And I loved every aspect of the menu. But there were some just god awful good um, uh, pickle slices, sandwich pickles 
that I just, well, you know, I couldn't get enough of them. And she put them on the table as snacks for free. For free. <laughs> And that was a big mistake. I was constantly calling. Hey, uh, we 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 didn't get a full serving of pickles over here. <laughs> yeah, that was I, a huge mistake. I, I tend to do that too. I that could be why that she, <clears throat> that restaurant didn't last. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, you had to eat all your pickles. <laughs> um, I was going to say I tend to do that too. I I try not to uh, not use recipes or or dishes that I'm not hundred percent comfortable with um got tons of them you guys got hundreds of them uh-huh. and that type of thing and it's so much easier to do that instead of trying to well look i i just you know i put some zucchini and this and this and this together and it doesn't turn out very well because you've never really done it or maybe you've done it once whatever it is <clears throat> i always recommend to people that like you know like leanne said she has her favorites mm-hmm. you know maybe develop five recipes that you really like. And then over time, build that up to 10 or whatever. But I think that's, I think that's good advice for people. The, the other thing is, is um, beware of hot, spicy stuff. Um, not everybody can take it like mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, there's no hot pepper in any of my spice rubs. You can always add it, but you can't take it away. Right. And um, you just don't know about your company. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm a wino. I've always got lots of nice wine around here, but I'm going for wine that I know everybody's going to like. I'm serving Rieslings and stuff like right. that. Um, I, I, I'm not uh, <coughs> uh, I'm not going for the uh, 10 year old Riojas. Um, and so you want to you want to. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be boring and you don't want to be, you know, talking down to your guests. Um, the, but there's no guest who's going to turn down a great steak. You know, oh, I no. mean, uh, I, 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 I do um, flank steak mm. on a Weber kettle um, and my fuel is grapevine cuttings. And I will take a bushel basket of grapevine cuttings and pour them into a Weber kettle, cram them down as tight as I can get them, light them from below. And this is, you know, always a huge show, but I've got this down pat and I can do it for company. And they always are impressed because when you light the, a, a stack of grapevine cuttings, it makes an eight foot flame and it is quite a sight. And then it burns down to embers in like five minutes. And those embers are like eight, 900 degrees and they'll last only about 15 minutes. And then they go out to ash. That's all you need. So you got 15 minutes to cook a flank steak and that's all it takes at eight, 900 degrees. And I get this flank steak, beautiful golden mahogany on both sides. And it's got the flavor of the uh, uh, of the grapevine, the fruit wood flavor. And it's just a spectacular sight. And flank steaks have just this marvelous beefy flavor. I don't need any kind of uh, chimichurri sauce or anything like that on it. Um, so that, you know, that gets kind of showy, but it's fun. And if somebody wants to, you know, particularly in Oregon, you got all those grapevines up there. Oh, yeah. You just take these dead vines that they use when they when, when they're done pruning. I have a video of this process. It's called um, the afterburner. It's called the no, no, that's not the afterburner. Um, uh, just just look up grapevines on amazingribs.com and you'll see the video of this whole process. It's very cool and it's a showstopper and you can't miss. Huh. I um, 
get really busy as we all do when we're cooking. And the one piece of advice I had actually a lady the other day that was listening to the show last Saturday, and she was asking me about some different grills and stuff. And she wanted to get into pellet smokers. Of course, this was uh pellet smoker ground central here for many yeah. years with the Traeger people and all that. Um, she didn't actually bring this up, but it made me think of like when you're smoking something, you don't have to be there every minute right at the smoker. You you know, you're not going to do that. <clears throat> but if you're grilling something, like you said, you've got the grapevines and you've got 10, 15 minutes and that's about all you got. You got to pay attention. Uh -huh. You can't do that and walk back in and see, check the game and get lost in the second half kickoff and all that stuff. And you come back and then you got kind of a mess. Uh -huh. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's something. And, and in fact, all of my disasters have come from just that. From yeah, yeah. throwing a steak on or something else, and then wandering back into the kitchen to assemble a side dish or go to the bathroom or check on the game, and then I go back out there and there's a pile of char. Uh -huh. <laughs> You've never had that happen, have you, Leanne? <laughs> yeah, not often, but yeah, it happens. I mean, you got to pay attention. Yeah, you do have to do that. Well, Meathead, it's been great as always to have yes. you with us, and. Uh, I, I love wish... talking to you guys. Mm -hmm. Well, we Fine. love talking to you too. Mm -hmm. Little little known fact, we Meathead and I, and I think, well, he'd seen Leanne in Chicago and other places, but as many years as he's been coming on as a guest in this show, we had never met in person. And we did that a few weeks ago in Texas, and we had a great time. And that, yes, we did. I'm not going to give out any details, but I'm just going to say we had a we had a great time. Leanne was there too, but she I and was. I had met previously at yeah. competitions and at a restaurant and elsewhere. And uh, uh huh. No, uh, it but was, uh, it, was it was fun for the three of us to pal around down there, and we did. We sat together uh -huh. quite a bit. And yeah, yeah. It was a good, it was a good conference, uh, uh -huh. and I think it's going to only get better. So this is the National Barbecue Association, and if anybody out there listening is a caterer or a would be restaurateur. Um, uh, check it out, National Barbecue Association. Uh -huh. uh, there's a new owner of the conference, and I'm optimistic next year will be a really good event. Especially if they put that um, in cowboy terms, when they put that feed on at the end of the at the event, when everybody mm -hmm. was outside cooking and those high school kids were cooking, uh -huh. and that was great it fun, was fun and great food. Um, yeah. The great, great food. That there. guy doing the uh, Argentinian, uh, yes, uh, grilling was uh, was was really doing a great job. That that food was well. Fantastic. It was after they had the class of of breaking down the lamb, and then they actually cooked the lamb. I yeah. mean, and we were lamb freaks, right? We are. <laughs> yep, yep. We are. <laughs> if you'd have seen us there, you'd have seen Meathead, me, and Leanne standing right there <laughs> with the lamb in the pan, going, "Is that that? Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. chop lollipops just chowing yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, that's a good and, thing. You know, I, I know that we're winding down here, but let me just say for anybody out there who is not a lamb fan, there's one reason why you've never had it cooked properly. Mm -hmm. um, you need to get and let me just tell you, get yourself a rack of lamb and break it down into lamb chops, two bones wide or go out and get loin chops. And cook it medium rare, just like you would a steak. If you love beef, if you love steak, you're going to love lamb, not sheep, lamb. Cook right. it right. I've got recipes for it um, on amazingribs.com. 
if you're a beef lover, you're going to love lamb. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you put that chimchurri sauce on that they had down oh, there, yeah. Yeah. oh, that was just heaven. Yeah. That was just heaven. Anyway, Meathead, we got to go, buddy. And It was uh, always fun, and uh, we'll see happy you. Uh, happy holiday. Happy holiday to you guys, too. And, and our Thank best you. to Mrs. G. Yeah. Some, someday yeah. we'll actually get to say hi to her in person. <laughs> right. she, she's out uh, gardening today. There oh, you go. That's nice. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. So for Leanne and Meathead and myself, we thank you for listening, and go out and have a good time. Take care, everybody.